looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Come to our show. <laughs> Did you know we're doing a show in Dallas, in Minneapolis, and other you places? You sound like show. We're doing shows. We're doing like 18 shows. We're doing so many shows. It's... You know, still being written, it's getting good. You know, some of it, half of the show you can't do until the week before because it has to be topical or the couple days oh before because it has to why, be topical. Why do, topical. We do that? why do we do that to ourselves? <laughs> but it's a very, the show, it's always moving. It's always changing. It's always evolving. You could come see it. in the. You know, you can come see the first show and you can come see the last show and it's going to be a totally different be, show. And that's why different. I'm yeah. ready to announce that we just are putting on sale today. Maybe our biggest show that we could have ever done if Literally you actually come show. to it. If we don't sell tickets, then it won't be our biggest show. But if we do sell tickets, it's going to be our biggest show. We're going to play The Palladium in November, November 16th. Tickets are on sale today. Formerly known as the PlayStation Center. <laughs> I'm so excited to play Also the known as Center. the middle of Times Square, which is honestly iconic. Margaritaville. Go see This Wicked. is worth schlepping into New York for, I have to say. And if yeah. you were like, I don't go to Gowanus. Guess what? We're in Times Square. <laughs> Could not be any more centralized to your location, I bet. The point is that we need to sell tickets. We're doing a big New York show. We sold out Our the Bell House. Show. We said, don't worry. We will be doing more shows in New York. We'll be doing a big show in New York. This is going to be the big one. Please come. If you if you already have tickets to the Bell House and you're like, you know what? I think I want to see them again a few months later. We support you. And we actually love that. And we actually think that that's amazing. I would support that so much. Oh, my God. Ultimate hooligan <laughs> It'll be behavior. so fun to see hooligans in the beginning and the end of the tour. Like, you will get a fully realized show. The first show, I don't know what's going to happen. TBD, the last show, that's going to be a slay and a half. What's the the, the photo that's like uh, a soldier, a British soldier before and after World War One? Oh, <laughs> Where it's like him in 19 whatever and him in 19 whatever. I'm not going to pretend to know the dates of World War One. What am I, We're Josh? We're really going to have to. You are not. Again, once again, another way not to sell our show is bring up World 1917. War that's one of the big years, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Saw the movie. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Well, come to our show at the Palladium in November. Tickets are on sale today. 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 Good morning, America. I'm excited to tell you on Tuesday morning, March 29th, I'll be performing for the first time ever in a special concert in San Francisco's historic Castro District on Good Morning America. And I promise you, it'll be a morning to remember. See you soon. Would you hold it against me? 
Before we move on to calls, I just want to read a very good um, page six headline and maybe even another one because there have been some really good page six headlines specifically in the past 24 hours. Number one. I mean, by good, you mean like extremely nasty. Extremely <laughs> and nasty. Kind, and no, but, kind of bad. <laughs> but then extremely nasty, kind of bad, but also like I'll end on the one that's just like absolutely hysterical. Like legitimately, who cares if you're making fun of these people? We'll go from too nasty to sort of nasty to this isn't nasty at all. This is iconic. Okay. Okay. Starting on the side of the spectrum. Jamie Lynn Spears's book is being sold at Dollar Store as Britney's memoir tops bestseller list. Okay. Okay. Part two. Why Tori Spelling and her kids are staying at a $100 per night hotel. That's so dark. Motel. And it's because their house That's has mold. Really dark. It has nothing to do with that. the divorce. So it's just about mold. Okay. It's just about mold. I don't know if I believe that, but sure. And finally, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. press dinner explodes in war of words and farting. Who farted, though? I didn't click that. It was a lot of people who were at the press dinner. I haven't read it yet. I was too busy looking at the headline and laughing at it. I clicked it. It's just really long. And I was like, I got to prepare for the show. And this guy, I don't really care about this guy. But there was a lot of farting. He wasn't one of the farters, though. Other the implication the was that he was a farter. The farters were someone named Deckert. Last name Deckert. Here, it seems, Deckert sensed the need for a new rhetorical tact and let rip a loud, prolonged fart while yelling as if to underscore the point, I'm farting. He... <laughs> Wait, he... <laughs> Wait, a guy His name is Doug at this event? Deckert. Is he like a politician? It says... He is a, quote, drunk gossip columnist turned flack, Doug Deckert, the host of the event. It was a Wait, fundraiser. It was literally a fundraiser. my future. What are you talking? Like, literally my, like, that's my mentor. Drunk gossip columnist turned flack. <laughs> yes. What, what, what do you think happens here? So this guy at the, the guy at the event who's a drunk gossip columnist turned flack was yelling, I'm farting as he farted. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I had to attend a Robert F. Kennedy fundraiser event or whatever this was, I would, I would also like, I would also let one rip. I would expect wall-to-wall farting at this thing. Like, who, who's surprised by this? Can we get to our first call, which happens to also be about the Kennedys? Yes. Uh, hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I'm just calling about the Kennedy grandson. What I think is funny about his little restaurant uh, bit, if you will, is that his sister-in-law owns a restaurant. Uh, his uh sister Rose, uh iconic the only lesbian Kennedy, is married to someone who owns a restaurant called Rory's Place in Ojai, California, which I went to once randomly on vacation. Um, it was pretty good, but I was so shocked when I looked up like, you know, who owned this restaurant and it was a Kennedy wife. And what's funny is it's also owned by two sisters and the other sister previously dated uh, Jason Siegel, which is just a funny, funny to imagine like this Kennedy granddaughter hanging out with Jason Siegel in, in Ohio, California. Um, okay, yeah, crunch, crunch. Can I imagine a a, a Kennedy lesbian hanging out with Jason Siegel in Ohio? Yes, that's like the number one thing I can imagine. The the stretch of the imagination is very thin there. So this is a sort of backdoor correction because I remember, if I remember correctly, I called. Jack Schlossberg, the only JFK grandchild, but he's the only he's JFK the only grandson. grandson. There are three grandchildren yeah. of John F. Kennedy. 
I think that's Carolines. because you you read something very uh, patriarchal, yes, which I did. like said he's the only grandson, and you not into the patriarchy read it as grandchild. Because why else would you point out that somebody's the only grandson? That's very uh, patriarchal. You know, Lindsay, that's such a generous read. In my defense, thank you. thank you so much. Yes, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and agree. You also called Julie Christie Julie Christie, but we'll get to that. Later. I edited that episode, oh. and I noticed that happening, and I was like, I do not have. <laughs> This, yeah, I don't why? have the, I don't have bother? it in me to re-record myself saying Julie Chrisley. I'm sorry. You're good. I'm sorry. You're gonna re You're gonna get back on the mic, re-record yourself saying Julie Chris Chrisley, and then edit it back in. No, 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 sweetie. You knew exactly who we were talking about. Julie Christie's not in jail for tax fraud. She's dead. I also love. She- <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love a pickup. I love, I love an audience. I love a pickup. I love an audience. I love an audience. I love to say, I love to get it right. I love a future Lindsay. I love a future Bobby. Uh, Julie Christie, by the way, is Julie Christie, by the way, is not dead. So I've disrespected Julie oh, Christie what the fuck? twice Are in the you... span of a week. Bobby! You... Look, there, f- look. 25 women who 25 women who picked up the phone to call you about saying Julie Christie wrong just put down the phone <laughs> to tell you that Julie Christie isn't dead. They just put down the phone. She's not dead. How she's, old is she? She's 83. She's young. Oh, she's a young on. woman. Yes. That is so rude that you killed. You literally to- put her to jail. You put her in jail and then you killed her. <laughs> you put her in jail and then you killed her. I'm too. I can't do any more. I can't talk more about the Kennedys and their fucking restaurant in Ojai where Jason Siegel hangs out or whatever. But one of them's a lesbian. I completely forgot about her. And guess what? What I was right about was that Jackie's representation matters. Jackie's genes are very powerful because guess who looks like Jackie? She looks the amazing. I know the lesbian. But Jackie. also, the lesbian has a Jackie haircut, and so I would say she's leaning in. <laughs> the lesbian does have a Jackie haircut. Put a little hat on this head. That's Jackie. <laughs> Come on. Susan, have you taken something? Because you really don't seem like yourself to me at all. What do you mean? I've never been healthier or happier in my life. (laughs) Walter? Get out. Get out, Walter. Get out. You're sick. You need help. You understand? No, I really think there's something wrong here, Susan. Yes. You're sick. You need help. Get out, Walter. Get out. Get out. Okay. I'm I'm going. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. You guys knew Ava Max was from Wisconsin because she was in that um, ranking or that um, bracket of, like, famous people from Wisconsin where, what was his name, Dunkey was, like, beating Laura Ingalls Wilder. And Ava Max was in that bracket. She kind of flopped in it. But, Yeah. We all discussed that. We knew it. French, French. Wait, I was distracted by you being in the car and opening the car door. What did the person say? (laughs) (laughs) Love to record from a car. I love to record from a car. It's classic to record from a car. It's very funny that I ran into another podcaster this weekend, a very successful podcaster, but I would say somebody in our realm of podcasting. And they were telling me about how they got, they signed a lease on a new studio and how exciting it is. And I said, oh, that's so exciting. And now Bobby is recording in a hot car on Waverly. (laughs) Look, look. Our margins are low. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to keep this podcast going forever. So the margins remain low. Never let anyone tell you we don't put in the work. The places I have recorded this podcast. What is the doctor's? Oh, the places you'll go. He was talking about the places I was going to record this fucking podcast. Well, 
It's just the car, but in diff- the car is a different location. If I were a dog, people would be banging on this window and being like, I'm going to kill the person that left you in here. You know but this, unfortunately, I'm a human. sign that's like, the AC is on, his favorite music is playing. That's you, but like in this car recording the podcast, it's like the AC isn't on because it causes too much sound for the recording. And he's recording a podcast. Oh my God. Anyway, Ava Max is from Wisconsin. I would love a hooligan to walk by and clock you and be like... <laughs> Don't even say that. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, Ava Max is from Wisconsin. What did the callers... Ava Max is from Wisconsin. That, we right? talked about the, the the most famous person from Wisconsin bracket that they did in the local news. Oh, right. And yes. it was Dunky and Ava Max. Yes. And Laura Ingalls Wilder oh was being like owned. Yes. By Dunky. She was being she was being slayed by Dunky. Yes. Uh, who, by the way, I still love Dunky. Dunky's still number one. Dunky pregnant too. Do you know that? Wait, really? Yeah, Dunky did a video for Uncharted, a great video, by the way, and at the end announced that him and his wife are pregnant. And I was like, Dunky iconic for that. <laughs> wow. Okay. I know. Aren't you moved? The other funny thing is you're also in the mindset of you're stuck in a hot car recording this podcast. And also I just want to give I want to give the listeners like a view into your psychosis Mm -hmm. you're in a hot car recording the podcast this is also now we're going on the fourth day in a row that you've seen mission impossible (laughs) so like your brain is like like the like i think i actually i told i told someone last night that you were doing that and they they kind of paused and i said he really is crazy (laughs) you tell me right you tell me right now who said that you can bleep it but you it was oh okay (laughs) oh <laughs> uh, okay oh okay <laughs> okay i'll take it okay. i just wanted to see like a peek into bobby's psychosis recording this episode he's stuck in a hot car and he's going on four days of having seen mission impossible every single day in a row tonight being what the last time the last time with you and our gff i know well i'm really like nervous about wh- what might happen to you at the end of the fourth time in four days that you've seen mission impossible <laughs> Oh, but when you're when you're listening to this now, I'm not sure when it's going to be published. I'm I was doing it quote unquote for research, so I was I'm I'm writing about I'm writing about the best way to see Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. That's why I'm seeing it five times. Don't in four act days. like you don't act like I didn't book anyways. the tickets before I got the pitch approved. Because <laughs> I yeah, did. Like, don't act like this is like right. don't act like you're Bill Nye the Science Guy. You definitely were going to go do this. No, I was going to do this anyway. It just so happened you could write about it. I was you know, do this anyway. For sure. Anyways, I just I feel like people deserve to know your mindset like today on all days, you know, I was like, oh, I got to see Joyride. Oh, I got to see all these other movies that are out. And it's like, I don't have time to see other movies that are in theaters because I have to see Mission Impossible five times in five days, four days, (laughs) five times in four days, five times in four days. You saw it twice in one day. I saw it twice on Tuesday, which was let me tell you something (laughs) that wasn't a good day. (laughs) Are you kidding me? It was people for it was for people who let's close the thread. Let's close the thread. It was for people who are sweet but psycho. Ava Max was talking about me. Yeah, I'm gonna fifty one fifty you and Ava Max like <laughs> Did you see wait, this is a per- Bobby Finger fifty one fifty part one. <laughs> um anyways, she should have kept the haircut. She this all honestly, her monkey's paw, you know, like cursed 
object Mm -hmm. was that wig and the minute that she discarded it just as i discarded it when i tried to wear one for halloween Mm -hmm. and i got too drunk and it fell off my head in the middle of the dance floor and i kicked it into the corner it was really sweaty just as she discarded her hairpiece that was what happened when she like her dial of destiny you know she disrespected it and now look what's happened obsessed with the dial of destiny (laughs) You're so obsessed with the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> but do you understand that I'm not obsessed with the movie? I'm just obsessed with like the the physical object. Yeah, the Dial of Destiny itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also I'm obsessed with the fact with that no one has seen this movie. So it just keeps funny. It's funny if I just bring up this like m- object that was supposed to be made for mass consumption that no one has consumed. Y'all, you know? it's so good. It's so good. Um, Before we move on, I just want to read uh, famous celebrities born in Wisconsin, according to Famous Birthdays, the top eight. We've, Let's start at one. I'm having my deja vu is like. I mean, I'm sure we did this before, but I just want to read it again because it's hilarious. Number okay. one, okay. Paris Bureik, TV star. Number two, Ava okay. Max, pop singer. Number three, Sorry. Madeline Bailey, pop singer. Number four, Connor oh, Franta, who's that? YouTube star. Oh, number YouTuber. five, Jackson Krulock, Instagram star. Number mm-hmm. six, Bailey Dodrick. YouTube star. Number seven, okay. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Number eight, Trixie Mattel. Okay. We're done. All right. Love that. Trixie Mattel taking up the end. I mean, taking up the end. Taking up, you know what, what? I mean? Like at the end of the list. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, here we go. In 213 BC, Archimedes built the max cut. It happened on accident while I was baking cookies and I forgot to cut the other side, but then I kept it because I hadn't seen it before and I thought it was really cool that could change the course of history. With this, we will have our victory. Max Cut's taking a nap. She's hibernating. I don't know when she's coming out, but she needs a rest. It's not yours. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. Okay, here we are. I just cut off my Max Cut. It is on the floor. Get back. Gotta get there first. I can't do that. You wanna stop for a little lie down? Helena! Turn left! Turn left! Indy, listen to me, no! I ain't no change here! Indiana Jones and the Max Cut of Destiny. Ready PG 13. Only in theaters June 30th. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So 
Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I haven't called about the Ekansu Davide breakup because I feel like who knows when that actually happened. Um, who's surprised? But Davide did cocaine in Ibiza. Ibiza. Can we please, please, please? Um, is it real? What's next for Davide after cocaine scandal? Um, crunch, crunch, showing hole. I don't want to get sued by Davide. Davide allegedly did cocaine in Ibiza. Davide allegedly snorted something off his hand in Ibiza. We don't know what it was. And even his admission isn't clear. Not to take away the... Okay, Davide definitely did coke in Ibiza. Like, <laughs> he allegedly definitely blue? did. <laughs> is the sky blue? He allegedly did. I can actually answer that question right now because I'm outside right. of the car. So the sky is, yes, blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, like, this man finally got to dump his PR-mandated Love Island winner, like, fake girlfriend. And he is free. So he is doing coke in a club in Ibiza. What? Do you love that I say that right? Yeah, it's nice. Wrong? It's nice. Um, I say it right. Uh, that is definitely a fact. Definitely allegedly a fact. The reality star, 28, was caught on camera pouring a suspicious substance onto his left hand before inhaling it through one nostril while holding down the other. I'm sorry. <laughs> if that was what was observed. I'm just going off what was observed. There's no other substance or anything that you, there's no other activity that you could do using your hands in that way. He wasn't breathing in the smell of a nice perfume. He wasn't bending down to check his looking at his watch or something. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he held down one nostril and and breathed into the other. <laughs> Can I read the headline, though? Exclusive yeah. Davide powder riddle. Love Island winner Davide snorts white powder during Bender in Ibiza days after splitting with girlfriend Ekansu. Davide powder riddle. That feels like What's something British riddle? I don't understand. Yeah, like what is this? Are we talking? Is this, is this like um, Da Vinci code? It's not that hard of a riddle. You know what I mean? Is this is this the <laughs> dial of destiny? Put the two pieces together. Okay. You are obsessed. You're going to keep bringing it up it. just to like get on my nerves. I think actually that means our audience is going to have to go watch it so they like understand my my references because movie. now that I've referred to two of its different abilities, which is two pieces go together and you can time travel. Anyway, <laughs> the alleged the alleged drug use is really funny. I think they like were real together and then like so quickly were fake together. Does that make sense? So like, they liked each other and then they were like, we don't like each other, but we have yeah, to stay together for as long as we can. Because I... To milk I think when you're in the house, I think when you're on Love Island, you're kind of like your brain is just like you you're kind of protected and you're kind of like insulated from everything and you kind of get like um you get Stockholm syndromed into kind of just like doing the thing. Mm -hmm. So it I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if there were like real feelings there and like this is so exciting and the audience loves us and da 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 and the like kind of energy of that carried them through to the next era, which is like we're now like famous. We're now on red carpets. We have like our own spin-off reality show. Like, let's just keep this going. Let's just keep this going. People can say I'm acting in here. It doesn't even bother me because I know I'm not acting and I know I'm true. And because I'm true. I've made this decision to know somebody I have feelings for. If I was acting, 
I think I would have acted with Davide and made out that everything was fine and it wasn't. That's probably what happened. That's and, probably what happened. But I think it ended. I think the whole thing probably like really ended months and months and months and months ago. But you should go through the timeline because the timeline is pretty funny and like fast okay. paced. Like we've Wait, got like gonna, Mission you're Impossible. Die at the first. We've got Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One pacing here. On June twenty seventh, two thousand twenty three, Ek and Sue and Davide attended none other than Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny premiere. Those two saw the Dial of Destiny and they said, "Slay." <laughs> they said, "This thing does two things: it comes together and it goes back." Hello, you two. How you doing? Look at this matchy matchy. You look oh, amazing. Uh, how how long has it been now, guys? Are we counting? One Today's our today. anniversary. No. Yeah. Oh, just sum up this year, both of you each. Then, how's it been? It's crazy, uh, <laughs> but wonderful at the same time. Uh, I feel like I'm. We've been traveling a lot. We've been sharing a lot of beautiful uh, experience together, and yeah, it feels like uh, yeah. we found each other. So we are happy. Uh, Look at the future with positivity. Oh, what about you, babe? I am loving life. I'm happy. Um, it's been a year, and yeah, it's been great. And I'm so happy to be here today. Is it safe to say that Love Island works? Well, well. <laughs> look at us. It does work. Always, but sometimes, sometimes yeah. you just get luck, and yeah, you do find the right one. So she posted, Ekin Sue official, Indiana Jones premiere with my man. I love the Dial of Destiny. It does two okay, things. Okay, no, she didn't, she didn't say, say that. that. She promoted her she own said, brand of like she said, makeup and eyelashes. She said that she used Ekin Sue cause used B she used on her face Ekansu B perfect radiant glow on her eyes Ekansu fearless face palette and on her eyelashes Ekansu half eyelashes mm-hmm. okay she didn't say anything about the dial of destiny if she'd actually paid attention to the movie she would have said something about the dial of destiny but she didn't it says everything I need to know 629 Davi Day posted on his stories okay this is black background. This is very sad, okay? Black background, we're talking like funeral status, right? <laughs> I can hear the door open. Ekin, he's I had dying. To let some cold air, sorry. <laughs> I might get heat stroke today, but go on. I know. I'm going to say, like, if you don't respond to me, if I'm talking and you don't respond within like a minute, <laughs> I'm cops. actually going to call the cops. Well, you have my find, my friends. You know where I am. You can send them That's right to true. my location. At Ekansu Official and I are no longer together. I'm grateful for the memories and opportunities we shared together, and I wish her nothing but the best. I would like for everybody to respect this decision during this difficult time. I will continue to support Ekin in any way possible. Signed, Davi Day. That was 629, okay? Meanwhile, she had not made reference to nope. this. Her last post was nothing. them at the Dial of Destiny premiere. She. It was almost like she didn't know, cause they, or it hadn't been arranged or spoken about or like discussed because usually these if, if it's if it's like the if it is a actual like PR thing that we're ending or something that we're ending mm-hmm. together that's not PR we're gonna have like messages that go at the same time yep. they're probably gonna say the same things or similar mm-hmm. things it's gonna be very coordinated and very rehearsed this mm-hmm. feels very off the cuff then a few days later on July 2nd people are reporting that they're broken up but she hasn't said anything on July 2nd he wrote he posted a picture of himself looking extremely sexy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, behind him looks a little bit... It's giving um, VR. It's giving Windows XP. Yeah, I don't really true. know what's going that's on. true. Con amore, Davide. Okay, which in Italian means with love. With love. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad we both got that one. Davide. And <laughs> it's people carousel. are like, what? And you scroll the carousel and then you get a fucking essay. Okay. Should we break it up by paragraph? <sighs> we should read the whole thing. Are we thing. reading the whole thing? I think we should read the whole thing. 
It's okay, but can you read it in a silly Mario Italian? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to offend our Italian listeners. But that's what he sounds like. I genuinely okay. don't understand how some. Okay, then don't you go do first. I just did. I just tried. I'm. I'm gonna do it real. I'm doing it in a real voice. Okay. I do. <laughs> As a not offender, <laughs> it's me. I genuinely don't understand how Here some people go. can. <laughs> no, stop, stop. That is what he sounds like, though. It's yeah, unfortunate, yeah. but it is. I'm just taking my it's Mario true. Kart knowledge. Okay, go for it. Boys, <laughs> ready for the night. We need to put something to show the biceps. I genuinely don't understand how some. I might speed this up also in post. So if you're hearing me read this really, really fast, you have 1.5 on, and I'm speeding it up to 1.5, so you're hearing it in three. Okay? okay, just letting you know. I genuinely don't understand how some people can twist my old pics from Ibiza's post, creating this fake narrative that I was going that I could be going back to Love Island. When in reality, this was a work trip with Boohoo Man, which, by the way, is still the funniest named br- line that like we don't have really here. Boohoo Man. Boo-hoo it sounds man. like. It sounds like men are crying and being put in clothes. Okay. Did anyone even think how difficult it would be for me to post a story knowing that right now all I needed was actually some peace and privacy? Posting publicly about the breakup was extremely difficult yet necessary despite the urge to keep it private. And contrary to what Chinese whisperers are saying, sir? What does that mean? I've never that? heard that phrase. I didn't... I don't... I don't like that. Um, I didn't blindside her. She was fully aware about my intention to post it. At first, she even agreed to post it at the same time. She did change her mind last minute, though. I respect her decision to not post it at the time, same time as me. But since the relationship has been on the rocks for months and parting ways has been a long time coming, I finally decided to go ahead with it rather than keep on dragging the situation out to become unhealthy for both of us. This has been one of the hardest things I've ever did in my life, and there's no perfect way to navigate a breakup. Sadly, there's been a stream of toxic criticism circling around me, and it's disheartening. The concentration of vague narratives on a person who was nothing but a genuine, caring, and loving boyfriend for her, and all he wanted was to enjoy and nurture the beautiful relationship they had. Instead, we had to deal with ridiculous accusations and fake stories. This over time had a massive impact on my mental health and our relationship. Of course, no one is perfect, and yet there's been a lot of pressure for us to be the perfect couple. I'll accept the constructive criticism, but it's the daily fake and toxic accusations. That are going around that I cannot deal with. It saddens me that some people keep judging a relationship and a person based solely on social media snippets, news, and humors, lacking the full context of what happens in real life and what has been said between me and Megan. Some people even keep judging my English. I'm proud of myself. I arrived in four years ago without knowing a word of English, and in such a short period of time, I graduated from. I graduated in MSC Banking and Finance with first class honors, worked in an asset management company, worked in a step management company, opened a small business, won a reality show, reaching the hearts of a whole country, keeping them entertained and making them laugh. All of this done in a language that is not my native one. Fortunately, most of the people have a good sense of humor, judgment, a good sense of judgment, and see how things really are. Sadly, some people are creating even more stories just for some clicks on their names or pages when in reality is that I've been always by their side or side, supporting her and wanting her to see. I felt I had to say something and give a voice to the majority of people that know I'm not what some twisted and nasty individuals have been trying to portrait me for months. Thank you for the many supportive and kind messages I've received and keep on receiving. I will keep on being the genuine, loving, and fun person I've always been, and people have loved. Dante. That's a lot of words. He did his English is great. His it's English a lot of words. And then it ends with so he bookends the carousel with like two sexy photos of himself, slightly yes, different. One he's it's looking amazing. looking away for the camera then there's like five pages of text the final one he's it's looking amazing. directly Bo- at the camera boohoo man boohoo man has never gotten a better <laughs> advertisement out of a man here it's literally a man posting a hot photo boohooing for 12 slides and then ending it with another hot photo yeah i love that it's very like truly boohoo man it's a very self-congratulatory post it's almost less about like ekin and the relationship than it is about like look you should be impressed by all that i've accomplished like yes Yes, and yes, I, I broke up with this person, but also you don't know the full story. I'm very respectful yes. to this woman. I have nothing bad to say about her. And also look at what I've accomplished in four years, which to his credit, to his credit, to his credit, it, is impressive. It's, it's an impressive body of work. It is. But I will say it's really it's really rich coming from somebody selling a T-shirt that in a post that's saying don't judge me put on that by the things I put on social media it's like that's your entire life and job and your entire like success like literally is based Mm -hmm. upon people reacting to things you put on social media because you're not on a TV show anymore and people were reacting to things put on the TV show so it's not like that he's saying things like oh you're only reacting things put on this TV show it's like now we're only reacting things put on social media but that isn't that is actually your job and this post is literally encapsulating that is your job because within this post you're selling boohoo man clothes you know what I mean so you can't 
it's very not like it's it's the messaging's a little bit wackadoodle but i also think that if like it's a, it's this it's a, it's his job yes in a snake eating its own tail sort of way where it's like of course if this is. were a normal person you know writing this apology or a considerably less famous person writing this apology i'm sure they'd be stressed out about it but this type of post this type of behavior is literally par for the course it should be the expectation of anyone who's getting into the reality tv game so i bet you he wrote that kind of at a pretty low stress level i feel like it's this sort of thing feels like part of the job in a way that is becoming more and more obvious you break up there's a backlash. You write this long ass thing. You get attention you for it boot, in a good you way. Sell your boo boo t shirt. I mean, Ekin is dragging it out. Like she's the one kind of like creating a little bit of the drama here, which she knows because she's the true mastermind. He could never be the true mastermind. She is. I mean, he says. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile the next, next day, day, he posts a photo of him shirtless on a boat, and it says, "Hot. You looking hot? The secret of success is courage. The secret of success is courage." Wave emoji, boat emoji. And for the record... Did you notice it was edited? Yes. He commented on the same post. And for the record, not everything I post is about Ekin. Okay. Should be. Well, that is. (laughs) Should be. Well, people... That's true. The reason he added it was because people assumed that the secret of success is courage was a direct um, comment on his breakup. Where he's like, I... the, the, The implication being... I broke up with Ekin. That took courage, but that will lead to my success. He's saying well, that that also, has potentially I, nothing to do with Ekin. And also, I think he posted this second comment after these comments below yes, because he, he clearly saw them roll in. And you, this is now deleted, but someone wrote, sorry, Davide, Day, your caption is suspicious. Even if you don't mean it that way, you can't blame people for thinking that way. Hope Ekin is in Turkey and finds a hot Turkish man. Pronto. Pronto. And um, he wrote... Uh, I hope so too. At least her mom will have another man to manipulate. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. You bring your not mother-in-law into this? Yes. How dare yes. you? But funny, How notice that's not about Ekin. That's about Ekin's mother-in-law. Yeah. Well, you're, are you saying that Ek- Ekin's mother-in-law broke up Davi Day and Ekinsu? No, I'm saying Maybe. that like he is in his way, in his Davi Day He's way. He's still kind of protecting being her, respectful of her. Kind you know, of. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Then we get to 7-8, right. the Davide powder that's riddle. When, that's when the powder riddle happens. Mm-hmm. Then, okay. finally, Monday, five days How ago, How many days, days later ago, now? It Wait, was the day so I six, saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 in IMAX, so okay, it was, listen, yeah, five days ago. <laughs> 629 to 7-10 is how many days? Uh, 12. 12 days? 12. Oh, God. 11. I guess June only has 30 days, yeah. So it took Ekansu 11 days. This is kind of unprecedented. 11 days to post her, yes, we are broken up mm-hmm. side of the story. Okay. And she wrote, same black background, same funeral vibe. Hi, everyone. I thought it was time to come back online to thank you so much for all your messages over the past two weeks. It has shown me what a kind, supportive, strong community I have behind me. I took some much needed time away with my family, which has been really special, but now it's time to realign and get back to work. I have such an exciting year ahead and I want to fully focus on that. I really appreciate your ongoing support. Thank you for cheering me on. Okay, next. Not a word about Davide. Oh, kiss. And then I'll read no. Davide the next day. Oh my day. God. The next day, Davide goes on Instagram oh, stories. Same black same background, black background text white on text. top. My God. And you think this is going to be about Ekin because her post came the day before? No, 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 no. No, 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 sweetie. He's already beyond that. Ciao, everyone. You may have seen some stories about me over my trip in Ibiza. 
It was no secret that the, past, that the past few weeks have been difficult for me. There was a speculation about my behavior and a video which was questionable. However, <laughs> below the surface of this, I did something that's not nice to see and was not acting like myself. The true story is not Confirmed. what has been described from a couple of pictures. Confirmed. I found myself in an awkward situation, in a vulnerable state. All I can say now is that I want to move on and focus on my career, my well-being, my loved ones. I hugely appreciate the many supportive messages the messages around me. Heart, thank you, Davide XX. Ekin had one X, Davide has two Xs. It's one thing if somebody has like a Coke problem, mm -hmm. but doing Coke at a club in Ibiza, we need to not get up in arms over that. <laughs> we need, we, come on, we need to not make that a big deal as in a culture in our culture well, sorry the, i'm sorry it's a lot a lot of it is like performative pearl clutching right that's Where like, it's like Lindsay did mushrooms at a grateful dead show <laughs> like it's just something that you do there it's just things that you do in places it's like bobby ate popcorn at the 14th viewing of mission impossible I did. dead reckoning i did Okay, so if I saw photos of Bobby eating popcorn at, the, at his 12th viewing of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, I wouldn't say like, oh my God, is he Bobby eating popcorn at mm -hmm. 25th mm -hmm. viewing of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Part I'd one, say yeah. that's just what you do there. Mm -hmm. You eat popcorn because you're hungry. Oh, Bobby got a Pepsi Zero at Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning yeah. Part 1. Oh, oh stop the presses. Coke in Ibiza. It's funny, like our two personalities, Lindsay's doing mushrooms at a Grateful Dead concert and I'm eating popcorn at a Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> Thank you. The reveal is that I don't even, I'm not going to a Grateful Dead no. concert. But I'm You're just saying like, no, no, no. My family is, yeah, but I know. I'm not. But, it is, but I'm just saying that is, <laughs> that is aligned with behavior it, that exists. Right. When I picture a deadhead, I can really only like conjure your father. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. It gets more interesting. I tweeted a really dumb thread in the middle of the day yesterday about um, Barbie based on this. You did. You were like using capitals and lower cases. You were no, like I was writing periods. full sentences. I was like, I was writing I was full like sentences. okay, essay. Okay, this essay bitch but writing I, essay on Twitter. But I did it in part so that you I would remember threads. to talk about it here. No. Threads is a flop. Okay. We don't do threads anymore. Threads is over. <laughs> we don't? I know. I think threads is, flop, is a flop. Okay, then I guess I'll stop doing it. It's you impossible. never did it. I was doing it. It was impossible to navigate because it's not like you yeah, only see the people you follow. You see like randoms. If they make it chronological, I'll return. If they make it only people I follow, I'll return. If if they do not make it people I follow only and maybe chronological, I will not be yeah. returning to threads. And no. you hear me, Mark Zuckerberg. You hear me. And now That's we all. said it. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. But... Ekansu and Davide went to the Barbie premiere in London. A lot of people went to the Barbie premiere in London, right? What I find so fucking fascinating, literally, about these Barbie premieres is that... Yeah. Tell me. Yes, is that Ryan Gosling... That stars Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, right? Two, I think, inarguable thems in the United States and the UK, where this is being promoted hard. For right? sure. Okay. Oh, for sure. Both of them, for sure. fine. What's fascinating to me is that, like, the attention that they're getting... Like, Ryan Gosling, yes, he's getting a lot of attention. Margot Robbie, though, the titular Barbie, who is herself a them, is kind of a Brie Larson figure in that we don't really know who she is. She's sort of, even though she's always, like, blonde girly who looks like that, she's almost unrecognizable in a way because there are also other blonde girlies who look like her. She has no personality. She is, I agree with that. And it's also crazy to have, like, Jennifer Lawrence who has, like, 
too much personality, yes. not too much. I not love it. Much, like yeah. open a movie very poorly only a few weeks earlier. But like imagine if this was gen- if this was J Law doing mm-hmm. this Barbie thing, you'd be like the press would just be in- the the press run would be insane. She would not. She would be the face of the press. The face of the press, however, in the Barbie press is, store is it's everyone. Ryan. It's everyone. It's Ryan Gosling. But I think it's cool because it kind of almost fits with the movie. The whole idea is like these Barbies are Barbies, these Kens are Kens, Mm -hmm. and they're dolls and they're objects. And I do like the way that she almost as a celebrity, probably not on purpose, is seamlessly fitting into kind of the theme of the movie Mm -hmm. in which Mm -hmm. like no one is a star. And even by wearing the Barbie clothes, do you notice the attention is not even on her? It's It's on the the Barbie clothes. I I only recently saw a little bit of attention on her because I think she got a new stylist. And mm-hmm. between wearing the Barbie clothes and having a new stylist, people are like, wow, Margot Robbie finally is dressing correctly. Yeah. Also, we keep saying Robbie. Isn't it Robbie, Robbie every single time? So people are kind of saying, wow, Margot Robbie is slaying in fashion a mix between, again, these Barbie looks and a little bit of help from maybe a new stylist. Yes. No, definitely a new stylist. Yeah. But I guess the point that I was trying to make is that the character of Barbie is so much themier than every single person involved true, in this movie true. Yes. that like it gives every person the opportunity to sort of like summon Barbie and get attention for summoning Barbie which is cool which is That's really cool, cool. like like right. like when it's when it's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning if it's not Tom Cruise <laughs> talking everyone's yawning right it's really hard to sort of match the attention Tom Cruise is going to get when he shows up on the red carpet you can because you've seen the movie 12 times, but I'd love for an American to name the two women who are in the Mission Impossible movies currently. currently you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like Haley Atwell and like Rebecca Vanessa Rebecca Kirby. And Vanessa Rebecca. Ferguson. Vanessa Kirby, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's sort of a dumb thought, but I think it's, I think it's, there's, there's a way to sort of like it's shove our, our framework into this. And it's like, Barbie is such a huge them that everyone becomes a them when they're on this red carpet. It's making people crazy. To work it back into our doc right here, the one thing that I kind of do know about Margot Robbie via, oh my God, I did again, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Hi, I'm Margot Robbie, and this is my life in looks. The one thing I do know about Margot Robbie, which is not how to pronounce her name, via kind of interviews and the little amount of information I have on her, I know she's married, I know she's from Australia, but I also know that she likes Love Island, because I think I saw something about her loving Love Island. Also, it's like a very humanizing a trait for her, right? Like it's a loving trait. Love Island. She doesn't have many it's traits. <laughs> it's a trait, right? But no, yeah, of course. Between between the football and Love Island, there's like literally been no other conversation since I've gotten back here. That's all we, all my friends and I talk about is football and Love Island. Once we finish talking about one subject, we just go back to the other again. Oh my God, you're so rude. You're so rude. I'm not. Trait and is I'm, awesome. I'm being. I'm. 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 I'm saying that from a sort of like I don't know strategist position where I'm just sort of like, how do you define this woman? And how do you, people are so obsessed with the way that she looks, but there are also a lot of other women who look just like her. I saw a clip of her on Australian TV, her hometown. Her, She's the hero, right? Her, mm-hmm. She's the hometown hero. And somebody, the host said something like, well, you know, it's got to be tough for you because Bobby, Barbie, Barbie, Bobby. Say, it in a, say it in a um, Australian Bobby. accent. Bobby means different things here. And she goes, what? And the whole audience goes, <gasps> Bobby means something else in Australia. Did you brief Greta about What does it mean here? Like a, oh. like a, like a barbecue. Like a barbecue. Oh! <laughs> Jet lag, by the way. <laughs> Don't blame the 
the blonde hair. Blame the jet lag. <laughs> oh no, she didn't know about barbecue. You're Australian, she sweetie. She did. She did, but she had forgotten because she's so out of it. You know, again, like she's so out of it that she's not even leaning into being a lovable oh, Australian, which I would God. argue would be a great personality trait for her if she went yeah. full Australian. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, wow, even even the Australian public she offended by not remembering to throw another shrimp on the Barbie oh is like, is their Barbie. And the Australian public does not forget if you disrespect your, their country. They do not no. forget. Uh-uh. So she posed in photos. So this fits into our Ekansu Davi Day timeline because Love Island's Ekansu risks an awkward run-in with da- with, ex- with ex Davi Day as they both attend Margot Robbie's Barbie premiere just weeks before Split. Also After interesting, split. they called it Margot Robbie's Barbie premiere. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I mean, that? I guess they just had to work her in because the point is they both posed with her on the red carpet, and they Margot pose with does her. look thrilled because we know for a fact that this woman loves Love Island. Is is that as far as we are in this timeline of Donnie yes. Day Atkinson's breakup? Yep. Okay. Things really started happening quickly, so I'm not. I won't be surprised if something happens in the time between recording and release of this episode, like the 24 hours or 18 hours. We got new boots, and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots, and you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots, and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail. Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac, and I was like. If Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots, and so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots huge on the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh yeah, so you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh my god, I can't wait to see them. They're just I like. Taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Mine, I was swinging around. No pain. (laughs) No pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets the perfect jeans performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted they believe in western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores when you walk in you'll be greeted like family i saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of potomac it seemed like they were being greeted like family you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink yes even the hard stuff if you prefer and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots but if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. That's getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love C B distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> 
CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Hi, Weekly, long time, long time. You probably won't play this because it's sports, but uh, a baseball player named Lucas Giolito just announced his divorce via Instagram text post during the home run derby, which is would be the equivalent of, I don't know, Timothy Chalamet or someone announcing a divorce during a, like the Independent Spirit Awards? Pretty wild stuff. Anyway, this is a terrible call. I'm sorry. Love you guys. Olivia Tiangin. Crunch, crunch, bye. I have to disagree and say that's an amazing call. Listening to this caller work through a who metaphor for a sports event and actually kind of slay by saying, Yeah, yeah. This person, whose name I already forgot, Lucas Giolito, announcing his divorce during a home run game, a home run whatever would be like Timothy Chalamet announcing his divorce during the Independent Spirit Awards. I'm like, I get it. Man, I get it. I understand this perfectly. Thank you so much for putting this in my terms. Was that some is that a caller someone who knows sports or someone who's like and trying to explain it to us or is that someone who I doesn't know sports and it I think it's someone who knows sports. And it's trying to explain it to us and yes. trying to like do us a favor. It's but I think what's really amazing is like they came into that so confident that that was something that they could explain to us. But then when they tried to explain it, they're like, wow, it really is hard out there. But then they slayed. They slayed. But then they slayed because guess what? I know exactly what you mean by that. If so, Timmy Chalamet announced his divorce, he's not married during the Independent Spirit Awards. Like during yes. the program. During is, the program. So is the meaning like no one cares or people do care? Or was he in it? Or uh, did he win, win an award in this analogy? The post went live while he was playing. Playing in Playing it. in this like home run game. Okay? Okay. Isn't that interesting? I feel like the analogy would be more like if Kieran Culkin announced a divorce in the middle of the season finale of Succession. Like was airing on HBO. Because the hard thing is that nothing live on TV other than sports matters. Mm-hmm. And that's where this analogy gets a little messy. So th- it was during the home run derby. I keep forgetting what it's called. The home. That's a run big deal. Derby. I know that's a big deal. Okay. Right. Well. So is the Independent Spirit Awards a big deal? Yeah, to a certain subsect of people. Yeah, subset of people. Yeah. Small, so this is from Clutchpoints.com, a website I've never heard of or been to in my life. 
As White Sox players and fans watched the derby unfold, ending in a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. victory, Robert Jr.'s teammate Lucas Giolito dropped an awkwardly timed revelation on Instagram that took some of the wind out of the rising slugger's sails as fans were left wondering exactly what happened. So he says, Ariana and I have made the difficult but mutual decision to amicably end our marriage. We have shared many memorable moments and experiences together and want to emphasize our continued friendship and respect for one another. This goes on and on and on and on and on. It's not really worth reading, but it is very intense and like trying to be kind and respectful. It just so happens that he released it during the Home Run Derby. My question to you is, if you can speculate based on knowing very little about this Lucas Giolito person who is a slugger, they're calling him, like a rising slugger. Do I know what that means? No. Rising do you think, slugger? Do you think this was a mistake or do you think there was some sort of method to this madness? Do you think it was meant to go up during this during this derby? Feels like no, but also feels like maybe yes. Because it's, this caller made it seem like this event is a big deal. Yeah. To me, I feel like this may have actually been a mistake. I think that it's just too awkward and I can't quite figure out like what the benefit is. And my issue is the reason I think it's a mistake is I can't really like work out a benefit to this. This just makes him look thoughtless. You know, mm. it's very weird. Uh-huh. And it also makes it look less personal because it makes the act of posting, which everyone knows that famous people hire people to post for them. But you kind of want to suspend disbelief when it comes to that. It's sort of like, oh, he's clearly just like letting this be like automated and pushed off to other people because he's at work right now. I can watch him on TV. You know, like, I think this mm. is a bad look for a person. It is bad. It is a bad look. So I kind of suspect it wasn't supposed to happen like this. Unless maybe there's this guy's just a total. He's not famous enough to really care about this kind of thing. It was posted black background, white text, just like yeah. I can see in Davi Day. And it's grid. It's not even a story. It's grid. Oh, my God. It's grid. Yeah. Oh, my so God. It's, like it's even, grit. It's even more intense. It's even more intense. Even more intense. Yeah. Anyway, he's a White Sox person. Did he hit any home runs? Um, let me see what um, TotalProSports.com has to say. Um, I don't think he hit any home runs. Oh, my God. What a flop. So when I play with myself. Keep going. <laughs> I play as myself mm-hmm. in MLB The Show. Right. For my scouting preparation, there is like a voice line that the announce- the in-game announcers have now that like talks about it so they start having this conversation about how me and max freed play mlb the show to prepare for That's our next great. opponent here's a fun fact on lucas giolito he and his former high school teammate max freed both will take a scouting report the night before their start and then go through it by playing mlb the show hi lindsey bobby timmy um calling to ask who is miss benny uh, she was co-hosting with Matt Rogers on Last Cults this week, and she does not know who Juliana Margulies is. So, uh, yeah, would love to hear your thoughts. She's a doll. Uh, who is she? And that's all. <laughs> all right. Crunch, crunch. Love y'all. Bye. Miss Benny doesn't know who Juliana Margulies is. Miss Benny's like 12. No, I'm kidding. Miss Benny's young. She's like 21. No. She's like young. She's like in her early 20s. Yeah, for sure. She's like young. I okay. really don't expect people under 35 to know who Juliana Margulies is. Sorry. Like, who cares? Is she a them? Yes. Is she a slay? Yes. Do I expect everyone who's young to know who this person is? Absolutely not. No. 21 year olds should not be watching the morning show or the good wife. Miss no. Benny. I was just going to say Miss Benny should be watching the morning show. No, because <laughs> yes. she would like it. I okay, think. I'll agree I'm with serious. That. I think she would love it. 
It's camp. It's silly. Yes. After watching a few episodes of Glamorous, I would argue that Miss Benny would enjoy watching the morning show. You know what I think would be really helpful to Miss Benny is because here's the thing. Miss Benny, Miss Benny is slaying right now. So Miss Benny was a YouTube star who landed the lead role of this like very much hyped, but sort of critically flopping Netflix series yeah. starring Kim Cattrall, Glamorous. But interesting, right? a, but a show a starring Kim Cattrall <laughs> playing like Samantha essentially in a show that Samantha is airing the same time as in Just Like That. Devil Wears Prada. Miranda. But apparently, yeah, Samantha totally. meets Miranda, but not as mean as either of them is interesting. Right. Um, I'm basing this on a friend who was like, it's interesting that the Kim Cattrall character works- is not mean. <laughs> But do you know she works at a P- she owns like a PR company. So it really is like a very similar it's a very similar sketch. Whoever wrote this like definitely had her in mind. And they dropped it the day and just like that came out which I, That's so crazy. That's cr- I mean if that's a coincidence that's a really kookaloony coincidence. It's not a coincidence. And the other thing is what's crazy is Kim Cattrall is currently currently on press tour for this show or was mm-hmm. on press tour when it launched. So Kim Cattrall having to answer press questions for this show but about and just like that it mm-hmm. was very messy and almost felt on purpose. Too messy to be not on purpose. Yes. Well I have yeah. to say Glamorous is so fun. I love Marco's character. Just oh, adorable. Great. I binged half of it this weekend and you're perfect for it. But another thing we all know you're perfect for, um, fans, myself included, are just thrilled to hear that you're going to have a scene in the new season of And Just Like That, yes. reprising your iconic role as Samantha. Um, I know- so, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand with, with what I was going to say about Miss Benny, which is I hear people talking about this show constantly. I haven't watched it yet, really? but like our friends, like like Stephen watched it all in like a weekend. I know, but I do feel like it's more just kind of the the circle you you know run in, sure. the circle you slay in. You know, I, I guess the thing I find interesting <laughs> is that I'm hearing bad things about this show mostly. Like people aren't really liking it, but they're watching it all. What I'm also hearing at the same time is that everyone likes Miss Benny, so it's sort of like. There's so much good favor for Miss Benny that it almost literally doesn't matter. Well, also what's interesting too is that Miss Benny is another like niche famous person to only certain people because Miss Benny has been on YouTube since she was 11 years old. She so was a little kid. There's multi, I mean, I had to kind of like dig a little because I was just very curious. She has YouTube channels with kind of her origin like she has many youtube channels she mm-hmm. had one as like a vlogger with as a kid music, her she has she has one w- with her first era of music she has one with her next era of music because she went by benny then she went by miss benny obviously there's been like a progression of kind of identity and shifting and figuring out who she is and all of that the music is like really fun and very like she just released an, an ep too that's like absolutely totally fine to good <laughs> i was like you know what this is fine But she literally just came out as trans in time, Mm -hmm. like last week. Right. And so she has this moment in the story. I'm not sure if this was in, because I've read like all these interviews and then her actual coming out piece in time. It still kills me that time is still like number one place to go when you're coming out. Like good for time. Somebody there is still kind of connecting with every Mm -hmm. gay person in Hollywood to try. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, it's it's funny that like for 20 years, like, When's the last time you like bought a copy of Time magazine or even seen one on a newsstand? I couldn't tell you. However, their influence as a as a sympathetic, supportive, and safe space for 
queer people of whatever identity to come and share that story with people is kind of wild. Like that they that, that is one of their ongoing legacies apart from like totally alongside the like time 100 or most influential person or whatever person of the year. Like it's kind of cool. It's cool. So Miss Benny talks to Netflix and the showrunner Glamorous and they're like, hey, I'm trans. We haven't discussed this yet, but like, what can we do? And like, what's nice is that the experience, according to Miss Benny, was like, like overwhelmingly, unexpectedly, perfectly positive where she was just like, they listened to me, they learned with me and from me. And guess what? I feel great about all of this. Um, but in that piece, the stuff about the YouTube is so interesting because she scrubbed some of it. It's clear because she she doesn't say how many oh, channels she, she had or how many videos she had. But she there's a line where she's like, I can basically chronicle my entire childhood watching all these vi- wa- or could watching all these videos. I could see where I grew up. I could see all these people. They don't really exist anymore to an extent. So, like, she scrubbed some, but she hasn't scrubbed all. And I was kind of, like, because I was curious, like, where she fit in with the ecosystem of YouTubers. And I think she was kind of weirdly, like, alongside Tyler Oakley, Troy Sivan, when Troy Sivan was a a YouTuber speaking, like, and I think so she kind of came up with in that realm, maybe a little bit younger than them. Yeah. Oh, younger, for sure. Yes. But it was like, that's, that's part of the, you know, when these, like, younger Tyler Oakleys and Troy Sivan characters are, like, coming up on youtube and getting kind of famous and you're sort of like oh my god these young people like what a nightmare like growing up and putting all your shit online you read it from miss benny's perspective 10 years later and miss benny is like watching all of these people on youtube made me realize that you can be a queer person and be happy that's literally totally she's like i didn't know that i could be me and be happy but also, like, our perspective is, like, oh, cannot, cannot imagine being young and putting myself out there like that all exactly. the time. And her perspective is, like, that's exactly what, like, helped me be me. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, interesting. But the other kind of com- coming-of-age standard thing that every queer person in Hollywood has say, to do before <laughs> they it. kind of, you know, just really to cement their place in Hollywood and, and really, you know, Don't. aside from coming out in time and, and kind of having a TV show in which they star, really the main thing that, that you need to do as a queer person in Hollywood is to feud with Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> And don't worry, if you're wondering if Miss Benny has feuded with Candace Cambray yet, well, guess what? Just like JoJo before her, she has <laughs> feuded with Candace. Cam- Just last week, Candace Cambray denies claims she asked for first queer Fuller House actress Miss Benny to be removed from show. So Miss Benny was on Fuller House. She played a character named Casey briefly. So this briefly. Is why I didn't- and- when we said that, like, oh, Miss Benny was a YouTuber first, it's like, I didn't want to spoil the joke because Miss Benny has acted before. Miss Benny didn't just go straight no, from YouTube to acting. Miss Benny was yes. on Fuller House. She was on Love, Victor. She was on, uh, what was the that the movie you love? Oh, Boss Baby. She was a voice in the you Boss Baby You would have ruined my show. joke that I just made that yes, everyone exactly. loves so much. Okay. So Miss Benny was on Miss Benny was in House. Boss Baby? Well, she was the voice of the, the show, the show Boss Baby. <laughs> Oh, not the show. Okay, I don't care about the show. That's not canon. So Miss Benny was in some episodes of Fuller House. And what made those episodes special was she was playing the first, the first like queer character on the show, like in the Full House universe, right? Which is hilarious because like, who cares? But also, yes, important to some people. And the character, the character's name was Casey on the show. And so Miss Benny... makes this tiktok because obviously miss benny is popular on tiktok too because she's fucking 20 miss benny is a social right? media already Superstar, just like right. grew up knows right kind so, of feel about choice of i'm like some of these people have slid so easily into tiktok and you can just tell this is in their blood yeah. and it's honestly probably frustrating for them too you yes. know they're like why yes. am i so good at this and it's like great question why? so miss benny 
I guess references vaguely because I haven't seen the video that started this, but at some point, Miss Benny on TikTok social media somewhere mentioned that someone was homophobic in like a work experience. I think she may have even said Fuller House, but she was not explicit about any of it. So in this video, which I'm sure you're going to play a clip of, it's important to note that as Miss Benny is saying all of this, there is one of those Q&As, like, because you can reply to comments on TikTok. You know, I feel ancient explaining this, but there is a overlay on this TikTok video that says, Fuller House, who was homophobic? Was it Candace? <laughs> and the entire time as Benny is telling the story of oh, presumably Candace Cameron Bure, she refuses to say the name Candace Cameron Bure and is acting like she's being sort of like, I don't want to reveal too much. I don't reveal too much. Meanwhile, the name Candace is on screen the entire time. She's all but confirming that it is in fact Candace Cameron Bure. The Tanner sisters is like very publicly uh, not for the girls, if that makes sense. I remember I got sat down by the writers and the studio to basically warn me how this person allegedly was trying to get the character removed and not have a queer character on the show. I was also sort of warned and prepared that this person's fan base might be encouraged to target me specifically. After this happened, God love them, people reached out to Candace Cameron Bure and were like, did you try to oh, kick Miss Benny off of Fuller House? I like, love when Did you they try to out. say they, that you didn't f- want her there? I'm usually mad when they do this, but this is actually hilarious because Candace Cameron Bure needs to know about this stuff. Yes. Like, this needs to get back to her because she's a bitch. <laughs> and she gave them a statement which i feel like it's sort of like you know when davide releases his statements about the breakup or whatever it's like that sort of stuff is part is like part of the job low stress level this sort of stuff is very like you know she's stressed out you know she's pissed this is the statement i hope she went through hell yeah beret 47 later refuted the allegations telling people in a statement that the two had limited interaction on the series but she only wants quote the best for the glamorous star quote I never asked Miss Benny's character to be removed from Fuller House and did not ask the writers, producers, or studio executives to not have queer characters on the show. Fuller House has always welcomed a wide range of characters. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I thought Miss Benny did a great job as Casey on the show. We didn't share any scenes together, so we didn't get a chance to talk much while filming on set. I wish Miss Benny only the best. Liar. (laughs) Liar! Throwing chocolates at the screen. I see something. I just Googled Fuller House executive producers. So we have oh, Kelly Sandifer, yeah. mm-hmm. John Stamos, and Candace Cameron Bure. She 100% said something as an executive producer. Because she's Are saying, oh, you we don't kidding me? scenes. I'm just an actor. It's like, babe. <laughs> babe, you babe. are on the staff. You are you are on the staff. Candace Cameron Bure unfollows her on-screen sister, Jody Sweeten. I really don't think anyone can truly understand what a family we were. Yeah, but the 90s are over, and perhaps so is the sisterly bond between these two. After Candace unfollowed Jody on Instagram. How rude! And by all appearances, it's on account of Jody's support for Jojo Siwa. Let's recap that controversy. And I think this is just the beginning. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, everything around this person is so positive at this point that like, the bad press won't kill the show. And everything about Kim Cattrall being like, Kim Cattrall is also making the show interesting. It's just like, I love when a show's quality yeah. has basically, to my view, very little to do with its success. You know? Like, everything around sure. the show is more interesting. No, and also, like, I didn't love the episode of the show that I watched, but I think a lot of people like the show a lot. So yeah, that's great. I told you. Steven said it's great. I think it's... I, I think told- it tastes like candy. Uh, 
Spencer asked me, I don't know Spencer's full thoughts, but Spencer asked me if I watched it. And I was like, no, but you know who did? Steven. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, and Steven really liked it. And Spencer was like, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna need to have a talk with him. <laughs> so like uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need to have a talk with him. And I was like, okay, you should. <laughs> You're literally Madeline Addison. What do I do? Do I bow? I'll bow. Please don't. Why does the supermodel of the world start a makeup empire? Because nobody thought I could. I know someone who might be hiring. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh long time, long time. Um one I just saw these photos of uh Haley Steinfeld, and then that football player she's dating, making out in a pool in Mexico. And, of course, immediately I recognized it as the only pool celebrities seem to be caught making out in. I think Saweetie NYG were there. I think, like, Timothée and his girlfriend that one time. Like, this pool has really been through a lot and I'm just wondering if you can give us kind of a, maybe an oral history of this pool. Tell us a little bit more about how it got to where it is today and maybe answer the question, is this pool a who or a them? Okay, let me know. Crunch, crunch, showing hole. This would be a great, Ugh. wow, showing hole has really like glammed up to be one of the more popular <laughs> sign-offs, which yeah. I'm not sure is great for our <laughs> show. But um, anyways... This is a. This would be a great call if this was the same pool. They're which all not. different pools. I love your thought process, caller, but it almost makes it funnier because the framing is the same and the pools themselves are so similar, but they're just different enough to recognize that like they're not the same pool. The well, pool. We all have the same feature, which is like an infinity pool situation with like blue tile. With blue tile that exists. But yeah. all the blue tile in each of these uh, pool makeout sessions, one being between Saweetie and YG, one being between Haley Steinfeld and Aaron Rodgers, no, Josh Allen, and one being between Timothee Chalamet and Asa Gonzalez in their very iconic mid-COVID surge uh, vacation with the iconic tweet. Okay, so basically, Timothee, I trusted you to, keep, to at least keep control of yourself, but like really fucking a girl in Cabo during a pandemic and a BLM movement and a crisis in Yemen? Girl, bye. Very, very famous That's one tweet. of the best, best tweets all of all time, yes. All of these pools are different. But you were right in that all of these pools are in Mexico. <laughs> okay. They're, you confirm they're all Mexico? They're all in Mexico. But they're, they're all different they're parts all of Mexico. They're all different parts of Mexico. One is in Cabo. One is somewhere else. They didn't always explain where it was, but it'll be like defined certain Mexico, not always defined where. So I hate to break number it to you, but, one mm. and number three look similar, but you're right; they're they're different. Yeah, they're, they're all different. different pools. This just shows that different like colors. people are really designing kind of these Mexican pool porch things mm-hmm. uh, similar similarly. It's like similarly? people expect to have this sort of like little plunge pool in the back of their suite or something. That's I what know. I think it is. It's, it's like beautiful. It's like the yeah. it's like the private plunge pool in the back of your suite, but different. Celebs love to make out in the pool outside their hotel room. Um, wasn't the Timothy Chalamet one on a boat or was that a different time that he made out with Aiza that Gonzalez? Was, that was yeah, different. that was on a boat. This is a hotel. So that's what we're going to leave you with. A lot of celebrities are making out in pools in Mexico, but they're not the same pool. Okay. Um, buy tickets to our show, who will lead at us. Um, <laughs> click on tour. <laughs> we'll see you Please on Tuesday. Please buy tickets to our show, especially this New York one. It has the potential to be a really exciting a huge show. F- and fucking slay. We're going out on a limb here, so please come to Times Square for us. 
we would go to Times Square for you. Mm-hmm. We I are, would. actually, because we're going to be at Here the show. <laughs> if we're going to go to Times Square for you, you have to come to Times Square for us. It's going to be so fun. Make a weekend out of it. You know, you're from Long Island. Stay are you from upstate? Are you out of town? Are you in New Jersey? Come, come on in. Come on in. Stay at the Margaritaville. Will Margaritaville be if it's still open? Will it be um, closed by then? If it's still open. Ay, ay, ay. Um, All right. I'm about to die in this car, so thank you for calling yeah, in. Yeah, I know. Bobby's like literally about to have a heart attack. Keep in a hot calling car. in a uh, heat stroke. Keep calling in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on patreon.com slash who weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks, occasional newsletter, and more. Rate and reviews on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviews. We got so many last week. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Um, what else? Yeah, buy tickets to our show, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. You will drive us. I hard launched my divorce on threads. Hi, Bobby Lindsay, but really this caller, this call is more for my fellow hooligans. Look, guys, I think we need to have a come-to-Jesus moment. I love a deranged call. I've made a lot of deranged calls in the many years I've been listening to this podcast. I am fine. I think we're all fine with calling and asking you guys to rank things. If, if the caller wants to call and ask you guys to rank the different types of sea turtles, Fine. That's within the confines of the show. What we cannot do, I would argue, is what the caller at the end of that call you did an amazing sweetie did. And just simply ask you, what is a leatherback sea turtle? Like, guys, no. We can't just call in and be asking what things are. Like, a leatherback sea turtle is not a who or a them. It's simply an animal. And, like, we already all suspend the disbelief when we call and ask, like, who people are when we call and say, you know, who is Finn Wolfhard? We all know we could Google it, but we all go along with it, and that's fine, and that's great. But this can't just turn into calling and asking you guys, like, who, what, what are these things? You know, what's a, what's a chain link fence? Uh, what's a, what's a, a leatherback sea turtle? Like, no, guys, come on. We have to do better. We can't just ask what things are. That's not about who or them. That's just asking you guys to be a dictionary. Okay? Come on, fellow hooligans. They believe in us. Okay. Crunch, crunch. Showing hole. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. This is breaking news. But I, I live in Philly, and I'm driving on 76, and there is a girl. It's at 4.48 on, Wednesday, on Tuesday, and some girl is in her gray or tan Mazda. And she is listening to Who Weekly. I see it on her screen, and I almost beeped at her to be like, "Ah, you're one of us," but I didn't. But uh, I just wanted to relay the good news that people in Philadelphia are tuning in. So crunch, crunch. Bye.